Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Washington, D.C. Acknowledge me. Chris Russell on the Team 980. I'm not trying to be a jerk. All right, away we go on a Sunsplash Thursday in the nation's capital and beyond. We hope it's nice and bright where you live. Although that sun was a killer on the way in and not going to be fun on the way out. I can tell you that much. Right into the eyes, right into the eyes, causing all sorts of problems. Either way, good afternoon, everybody. On this November the 16th, you have our Lord and Savior 2023, Matt Essig on the other side of the glass. Matty Ice, uh, so be nice to him. Be nice to Ice. Uh, when you call in on the Ace Law listener lines at 301-230-0980, and we're going to give you something to chomp on here in just a sec, 301-230-0980. Uh, again, Ace Law, help you get a check if you are in a wreck. And, uh, well, I'm in a wreck almost every day, several times a day. Uh, it sucks. It's awful. It's the worst. Uh, and uh, somehow I survive. Uh, I'm just counting down the days. Um, but you can call them if you're in a wreck at 8888-ACE-LAW. That's right, 8888-ACE-LAW. We have lots to cover today, including some stuff that has nothing to do with the commanders. That's right. The Oakland Athletics, no more. Moving to Las Vegas. I want to hit on that. I want to hit on some college football. As well We didn't get to Deshaun Watson yesterday and that disaster. Oh, and there's a big Thursday night game tonight. You may have heard this. A big Thursday night game. That's right. That's right. Between the Baltimore Ravens and the Cincinnati Bengals. How about that? How about that? Mm. After the Ravens <laughs> choked up a big old lead, a couple of big old leads last Sunday at home, they try and get back to their winning ways, their dominant ways at M&T Bank Stadium against Joey B, Joe Burrow, and the Bengals. That's the Thursday night game. After last week's trash that the NFL just jammed down your throat over and over and over and over again, the Chicago Bears twice on Thursday night football in the span of five weeks. No thanks. Nobody needs to see them again. Please don't schedule them anymore. Please start consulting somebody I don't know like me, that has a clue about how good teams are going to be. Or any 9-to-5 ham and egg jabroni that can tell you nobody needs to see the Chicago Bears twice on Thursday Night Football in nine weeks. Nobody. And actually, it was like twice in five weeks. But you get the point. 
And certainly nobody needs to see the Carolina Panthers. And nobody needed to see the Indianapolis Colts and the horrible dog Patriots uh, from Frankfurt, Germany on Sunday morning just because we have to have 10 teams play in an international. No, 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 no. We don't have to do that. You want to do that when you want to do something and it comes out looking really, really bad, you're going to get criticized, except for the people that are afraid to criticize the NFL because it's the gravy train. And it's the big, bad NFL. They they have nothing to do with this. Uh, they have nothing to do with picking the Jets and the Raiders on Sunday night football. Uh, yes, they do. They have nothing to do with picking the Patriots and the Colts in Frankfurt or Germany Last night, yeah, yes, they do. They have nothing to do with uh, Justin Fields getting hurt and picking the Bears uh, and the Panthers. Yes, they do. But at least tonight, boys and girls, we get a good game. Bengals and the Ravens. I mean, the Bengals' record, obviously, is not as indicative, if you will, of what kind of team they are after the bad start. And the Ravens are two games clear, or a game and a half clear, I should say, at seven and three, because the Bengals have already had their bye. But, I mean, I assume my guy Jeff and Bienna is making the trip up to be more. Not that hard of a trip, especially if you leave early. To M&T Bank Stadium, at least we get, like, to make up for the trash that we were suffocated with last weekend, all throughout the weekend in all the prime exclusive spots, at least we get this. At least we get this. To start off week 11 in the NFL. And actually, to cap it off, you're going to get a rematch, oh, by the way, of the Super Bowl. So that'll be great. And the Sunday night game was obviously supposed to be Kirk versus Russ. But because Josh Dobbs has kind of worked some magic here the last two weeks, and because the Vikings have woken up and gotten off the mat and stopped killing themselves and stopped turning the ball over, and because the Broncos have won three in a row by hook or by crook, you're going to get some really good primetime matchups. Some pretty good exclusive window matchups for the NFL this week. And then you'll get the Giants and the Commanders. Yeah. Then you'll get the Giants and the Commanders at FedEx Field on Sunday. (sighs) Sorry. I, I, I don't know what to make of this game. But sometimes a game can be, at least at this point, so bad, it's almost good. You know what I'm saying? No. Al's probably, <laughs> Al's probably going to get criticized for that, for not yelling and screaming enough. I mean, people, you know, people want Al Michaels to yell and scream into the microphone, like us Johnson does every play! No offense to Gus Johnson. It's just the, the, the criticism of play-by-play broadcasts is just a little over the top. Just stop. Enough. I mean, Al Michaels is 79 years old. I have zero energy at 50. I can't imagine what it must be like at 79 when you've done what Al Michaels has done. I mean, I can't imagine. But anyway. Al was right. There's been weeks, you know, mama said there'd be days like this. There's been weeks where we're looking at the schedule and going, oh, God, how are we going to get through this? The Giants are awful at two and eight, one and five on the road. Danny slash Tommy DeVito, chicken cutlet from mama's is coming to town. And... And then um, the commanders, of course, have the inane or insane ability to make any quarterback look good, right? Which maybe will give us enough entertainment juice. I don't know. 
Hopefully it'll just be, hey, you know what? The commander's offense is finally coming of age. We're going to get to it in a sec. Finally coming of age. And God forbid they just put on their big boy pants, whatever color they're going to be, black, gold, red. I I guess they're going to be black this week. Whatever. I don't care. Last thing in the world I ever care about is what, God, please don't. Don't anybody call this show. You can call any other show you want. I'm not wasting my time talking about uniform colors. I mean, you want to talk about the colors of the rainbow? Go right ahead. I don't care about uniform colors. I don't care. It's not even remotely important. But anyway, they put their big boy pants on on Sunday morning, and hopefully we come back here on Monday on a short week again, and hopefully we're talking about, hey, you know what? They took on a tomato can. They took on a cheese puff, and they blew them out. And the final score was 28-3. to And the defense was great. The special teams didn't have any major mistakes. The offense did what it's been doing. And they finally found a way to beat the Giants. Danny DeVito at quarterback, Tommy DeVito at quarterback, doesn't matter. And Brian Dable blew a stack, and steam is still pouring out of his ears. You know, Brian Dable, who was so great of a coach last year, and nowhere near the coach this year. Oh, that Brian Dable, man, he, he really lost it. He forgot how to coach. Anyway, that's the stage for Sunday. I wish I could feign excitement. I'm not. I'm struggling. I wish I could get worked up for a big game. I can't. The Commanders are 4-6. and It's obviously a must-win game for all the reasons we know. The Giants are 2-8, and playing out the string, trying to compete, got annihilated in Dallas last week. You'd like to think, from a Giants perspective, that they won't get annihilated this week, but, I mean, maybe they are truly that bad. Or maybe Sam Howell's not going to be able to figure out Wink Martindale and the giant pass rush like Dak Prescott and Mike McCarthy did last week. We'll see. But that leads us into our topic du jour. In the leadoff spot on this Thursday afternoon, my guy Ben Standing of The Athletic, Occasionally here at Odyssey DC and the Standing Room Only podcast. Uh, one of the hardest working, most professional good dudes in the world. Love him. I mean, Ben Standing, like when you talk about good people, Ben Standing is one of those good people. Oh, Ben's great. Great. Love Ben. He's great. And he really knows what he's doing. And he knows. Like, a lot of people have access to things, um, but not everybody can put it in the context that he does, okay? So Ben Standig wrote for The Athletic. I saw this late last night, and I tweeted it out, and, of course, it drew the ire of Grant H. Paulson, and him and I were going back and forth on it, that the commanders, right now as we speak, entering game 11, 10 down, 7 to go, entering game 11, have dropped back to pass 68.7% of their offensive plays. And if that rate, if that percentage is sustained, according to True Media, and I do not have access to True Media, uh, Nikki's got it, Standig's got it, I don't know if they pay for it, their companies pay for it, I I don't know. I don't have it. Because, I I mean, I pay for enough stuff on my own, Uh, I'll depend on them to do this. And Standing did a wonderful job. If sustained, that 68.7% of their offensive plays passing, dropping back to pass. And again, that is not Sam Howell scrambling for 15 and fumbling. Sam Howell scrambling for 23 and making a uh, or 24 and making a first down uh, in New England. This is dropping back to pass. This is presumably uh, because it doesn't make this clear, but I'm presuming pass attempts and sacks which we know was a major, major, major problem early in the year and has been mitigated 
um, the last three games. 68.7% of their offensive plays, which is more than two-thirds of the time. And that is, if that percentage is sustained, it would match the single-season record in the True Media database, according to Standing of the Athletic, since 2000, one team, the 2013 Atlanta Falcons, had that rate. They started that year losing 9 of 11 games. They finished that year 4-12. and 12. Of course, they only played 16 at that match or at that point. They were not in the playoff race. Neither is Washington, really, but I guess they theoretically are. And they were not playing close games. As Standig notes, only two of their 10 games ended in one-score margins. The Commanders obviously have more. He said the only other team this century to drop back on at least 68% of its plays were the 20... Uh, 2006 Detroit Lions, who went 3-13. and Offensive coordinator Mike Martz. Of course, you know what he wound up doing before, actually before that. And the commanders are, again, if they keep this pace up, if they keep this pace up, are on par, again, to tie or set a record in this century for dropping back and passing the ball or attempting to pass the football based on standings, research, true media, so on and so forth. They are not a horrible team by any means. They are not trailing by 10 points or more in every game. They are doing this, quite honestly, by design. I listen to Eric Bieniemy on the way in. He's talking about Brad Childress gave him a hat, just run the damn ball. He blame he he, he blames this on Andy Reid. Blah blah blah. He's laughing about it. He's having a good time. That's great. Eric Bieniemy wanted to force feed Sam Howell because he thought that would be the best way for the Commanders to actually move the football and score points. And yet, here they are, and the commanders, while certainly a lot more fun on offense, because, right, chunk plays, passing plays, plays like the one to Gibson uh, in the right flat on the corner route in Seattle, the obviously game-tying touchdown to Diami, that's a lot more fun than three or four yards in a cloud of dust. But here are the commanders, 68-plus percent of their plays, dropping back to pass. Again, at that pace, they would tie or eclipse an NFL mark for the entire century. We're now in 2023. It's a long list of data. And yet the commanders are still slightly below the league average in terms of scoring points. 21-7 to 21-8, very slight. It was lower than that, but obviously the last three games have helped. Scoring across the board in the NFL keeps coming down as more and more teams go to a one-dimensional attack or a heavier one-dimensional attack, i.e. pass, 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 pass. Defenses either get better because, oh, duh, they can predict with more certainty what they're trying to do and what they're facing, or they're able to corral it a little bit better because it's so freaking predictable that teams drop two safeties back and play conservative, more soft coverages, more zone, and they keep things in front of them and make you go 8, 9, 10, 12 plays and therefore take check down Charlies all over the place. And don't allow huge gaping plays all the time, unless you're the commanders playing pedestrian physical backs. 
So scoring across the board in the NFL is down. In 2021, it was 23 points a game. In 2022, it was 21.9 points per game. This year, 2023, it's 21.8 points a game. I told you the commanders are just one-tenth behind the league average. Not the league lead, the league average. So they're essentially the league average. So here's the question, boys and girls, to start the show on this Thursday. If the commanders are so heavily... In love with their passing game, 68.7%. And again, I don't know if that includes dropbacks to pass and then where Sam Howell runs and escapes trouble and rips off 15 and then fumbles, rips off 23, and so on and so forth. I don't know that. Okay? I forgot to ask Ben. My fault. 68.7. Let's just round it up and say 69%. If the commanders are so in love with the passing game, Is the juice worth the squeeze when you're not even at average in terms of scoring points in a league where points being scored continue to go down? Is the juice worth the squeeze? 301-230-0980, or you can tweet me at WrestleMania. 621 on the Ace Law listener lines in a rec. Ace Law up. You get a check. 8888 Ace Law. 301-230-0980. Is the juice worth the squeeze? I think you know what my answer is going to be. We'll get yours next on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. All right, so we're asking, is the juice worth the squeeze? The Commanders are dropping back 68.7% of their offensive plays through 10 games, according to Ben Standig of the Athletic Odyssey DC. And he writes, in the Athletic, if sustained, that would match the single-season record in True Media's database, which offers data dating back to 2000, set by the 2013 Atlanta Falcons. And he mentions the only other team this century 23 years in, to drop back on at least 68% of its plays, the 2016, uh, I'm sorry, the 2006 Detroit Lions, 3-13. and 13. And again, the Atlanta Falcons were 4-12. and 12. Started off losing 9 of 11. Four, very different situation. When you're a perennial loser, when you're a constant loser, when you're trailing by two scores or more, 10 points or more, whatever the case might be, Obviously, you are going to throw more by necessity. This is by design. And 
listen, I'm not a run the ball 50% of the time guy. I may run the ball more than 31% of the time guy. That's what I am. Whether we're talking about 35%, 37%, 38%, whatever, 40%, it doesn't have to be 50-50 or 52-48. That's not what I'm asking for. So before you just start littering me on Twitter or X, at WrestleMania621 with, get off my lawn, Grandpa. I don't want to run the ball 52% of the time or 48% of the time or whatever. But here's what I don't want. Don't run the ball 31% of the time and score nine points and a half like they did in Seattle last week. You want to know when they started turning it around? When they started running the ball. When they started trying to run the ball. Ron Rivera said at halftime, oh, you know, we, we got to you know, do things differently. You know, we got we to gotta be more productive. You ran the ball five times in the first half. Five. Five. Nobody had a problem that the passing game wasn't generating points. Nobody has a problem when on first and ten teams come out and throw and get sacked. Or throw an incomplete. That that that's no problem. But God freaking forbid if you only get one yard on first and ten, and now you're at second and nine. No, we can't have that. We're behind. No problem if you get sacked on first and ten. Not a problem at all. No problem if you throw a quick game pass behind the line of scrimmage, a little tunnel screen screen, whatever, and it gets blown up for four or five, as long as you're not running and taking that miserable one-yard gain or that awful two-yard gain, as long as you're not doing that, we don't care. That's what they tell you. And here's the deal. Again, when I say, is the juice worth the squeeze? Here's what I'm getting at. If this offense, which granted, has, we think, taken a turn the last three games. If this offense was scoring 26, 27, 28 points a game, nobody could question the philosophy. But because it's not, and because, granted, it's one-tenth of a point behind the league average, but that's the league average. That's not the best. Because it's that, is the juice worth the squeeze? Is it worth being one-dimensional, largely one-dimensional. And if you were watching the Seahawks game like I was, you can't deny there was a difference in this offense once they started running the football. On the Antonio Gibson drive. You can't deny me that. You can point out whatever other number you want. You can't deny me the impact. I'll go through it with you in case you want to know. But the point being is, it's okay to do whatever you want by design, pass heavy, run heavy, whatever. You better damn well have the results to show. And my bigger issue was, this wasn't a gradual buildup. This was jammed down your throat from the get-go when they were not ready for it. Then they were not prepared for it. This wasn't just, hey, man, the last two games, we're going to really game plan for our opponent, and we're going to throw the ball 70% of the time. No, 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 no. This has, it's not actually been worse. I mean, at one point, the split was like 72% if you include called uh, runs, quarterback runs, scrambles that were called pass plays. It was like 72, 73%. Now... It's, again, lower than that, but still almost 69%. 301-230-0980, time for a quick trending alert, and then I promise, right out to your calls, right here, right now, on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. All right, Thursday night football as we started the show with tonight. Good one in the AFC North, M&T Bank Stadium, right up 95 It'll be the Baltimore Ravens trying to bounce back from that disappointing 
a big blown lead against the Cleveland Browns and now Deshaun Watson, who's out for the year last Sunday as they take on Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals. Again, kickoff right around 8-15 for the Bengals and the Ravens. Meanwhile, Pittsburgh Steelers special teams coordinator and former Redskins uh, special teams coordinator, just all-around good guy. Danny Smith mentioned this on Twitter this morning uh, when Rappaport tweeted something uh, about him being fine. Danny Smith told me that he tore his right rotator cuff off the bone and he's going to have surgery. And now other reporters are reporting the same thing. But I was first on that story. I just want to point out, I will be given no credit, but I was first on that story because Danny himself told me he's got a torn rotator cuff and it came off the damn bone. In case you didn't remember what happened at the end of the Pittsburgh Green Bay game, He got run into on the sideline, and poor Danny Smith, who's 70 years old, who's just a hell of a guy, ripped up his shoulder. But the Steelers are 6-3, and and that's all that's important. Caps off tonight. Wizards with another bad loss at home last night to the Dallas Mavericks. (sighs) Thankfully, they are taking the night off, and that's what's trending. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medella is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medella is your reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. All right, by the way, while I was Barry Horowitzing myself during the trending alert about Danny Smith, because, well, Danny told me yesterday. Did you pull your rotator cuff while you were doing that? I did. I did. And actually, it's being reported that Danny, well, first of all, this morning it was reported that Danny would be fine. And he'll be fine. He's 70, right? He's such a good dude. But then now it's now Danny actually spoke to the media in Pittsburgh. And they're saying he tore the rotator cuff in three different spots. What Danny told me is he tore it completely off the bone. I don't know what any of that means. My dad, God rest his soul, tore a rotator cuff, falling, slipping down from a Long Island Railroad train. I don't know if he tore it off the bone or not. I have no idea. I know he needed surgery. I have no idea what if if tearing it off the bone is worse than tearing it in a couple of spots. I don't know. But that's the one thing that I will add to the story is that he actually tore it off the bone. I can only imagine that your muscles connected to the bone in so many places. So three places might be all it takes for it to be co- torn completely off. It's possible. I don't I know. more questions regarding how your dad managed to fall off of the Long Island Railroad. As somebody well, who well, used it, to take I mean, his the train, trips the train was Brook. parked in the, in the, in the, uh, in, in the, yard yes. if you will and he slipped coming down the stairs and to catch to, to catch himself from falling he wound up grabbing i guess the railing or whatever and was dangling until he was able to figure out how to you know get back to a step if you will uh, again the steps were wet or whatever it was and so that's how he tore his rotator cuff. Good to know. But it's I don't genetic. know if it was. I don't know if it was Danny Smith style. When what? Wait, what? Good to know it's genetic. Yeah, exactly. roosterism is genetic. <laughs> That's a fair point. Ooh. I deserve that. Thank you, Matt. Uh, appreciate. It. All right, let's get out to the calls uh, right here, right now. Is the juice worth the squeeze? If the Commanders are passing sixty-nine percent of the time, yet not averaging even the league average, just shot. 
Is the juice worth the squeeze? 301-230-0980. 301-230-0980. Let's get out to Dean in Gaithersburg in the leadoff spot on this beautiful Thursday afternoon in the nation's capital. What up, Dean? How are you? Appreciate it. I'm great, uh, Chris. Appreciate Good. you taking my call. But yeah, this, this, there's a lot of tendons, a lot of joints and ligaments in your shoulders. It's probably more than 50 in your, in your shoulder. That's why you can probably tear any of them, and it's going to hurt. That's a fair uh, point. Anyways, right? Yeah. Anyways, uh, like I said, man, a uh, long time ago, you know, it's all about the guys. And Sam Howe is the quarterback. You guys had, uh, um, you know, Kevin on, and they were talking about the comparisons. Joe Theismann is probably the the best comparison that Washington fans can see. But Doug Flutie is probably a better comparison if you can kind of get him to progress like EB's trying to. You know, EB's going at it in a different uh, a different, uh, a different approach, uh, Chris. If you if you don't mind. Okay, right. well, I, I want to keep you on. I want to keep you on with me because I'm I'm very interested in this comparison. Okay, now Joe Theismann, I only saw on TV. I've gotten to know Joe obviously over the years, and Joe is very kind and uh, don't generously donated an autographed jersey to best buddies. Really good guy. Okay, um, so but but I didn't see enough of Joe as a football adult that I can really make that comparison like you or Kevin or, or somebody might. But Doug Flutie, I covered Doug Flutie in Buffalo with the Absolutely. Bills Absolutely. Okay, during his Absolutely. NFL renaissance. And to me, Sam Howell is way, 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 way better than Doug Flutie. Doug Flutie didn't have I, – I, he could make the deep pass, but he didn't have the consistent arm strength and the size to drive the ball the way I think Sam Howell does and can on a repeated basis. True. True. That's also in the '80s. That's also in the '80s. Uh, well, no, no, no. Mid '90s, mid mid to late '90s. Okay, okay, okay. But see, he Doug Flutie's at the peak of Dan Marino and, and Jim Kelly and all them dudes. Right. And you know, four thousand at that particular yep. time is like um, unbelievable. No doubt. The reason why it's a comparison with reason why it's a comparison with Joe Theismann is because both these guys are competitive like hell. All right, Notre Dame, North Carolina makes you very smart and intelligent. Okay, Joe Theismann being second place in Heisman Trophy makes you athletic. Okay, uh, uh, um, how Sam Howe is just as athletic as any mobile quarterback, including Lamar uh, Jackson. He's just as mobile. Okay, he may not be as, as, as dynamic. He may not give you the John Madden twists and turns, but he can get away. He can do what he has to do. All right, at the end of the day. So I, I'm, I'm going to I'm going to drink, I'm going to I'm going to you know encourage us to continue to go on with the forty to fifty as long as Howe doesn't throw the ball to the other team, which he's not doing. He's not doing. In the beginning, he did because he didn't have reps. He didn't have reps. That's when and, and, and that, that, I'm, 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 I'm flashbacking now. In the '80s, when you had uh, when we had um, Lawrence Taylor to deal with and, and, and Carson. To call plays in the middle, and 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 call banks well, on the other side in the '86. Yeah, you know, and have but Dean, your point, your point is it was a completely different game. I mean, let's be honest, right? I mean, but we're still, but we're still playing football. We're still playing yes, football. but it was so a different you style. Have to, you have to establish. You have to establish certain things. You have to establish certain things. There's rules to every game. I understand. Every game. I understand that. Every game. All right, Dean, I appreciate the phone call. As always, good to hear from you. I got to move so we can get uh, somebody else in here, but I appreciate it. I I guess what I'm trying to get at is the philosophies, the mentality, way, way, way different even 15 years ago, never mind in the 80s. You know, it is a pass-first league. I understand that. I'm not dumb. Again, for all the silly memes and stupid accusations that you all send me, I'm not – I'm not an idiot. I wasn't born yesterday. I'm all for passing the ball 60% of the time. You want to do 62? Fine. 65 with a really, 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 really top-end, top-echelon quarterback? Fine. Even the Chiefs don't do that. Even the Chiefs haven't done that. That's also part of the standing article, which I'll get to. 301-230-0980, Let's get to, uh, let's see here, Aaron in D.C. What's up, Aaron? How are you? I'm doing very good, Chris. Thank you for taking my call. Yeah, you got it. So, Thanks for making it. I, 
I went back and I've just been looking at some of the data, right? And when you look at the commanders, they've allowed 274 points, right? And they've scored 217 in 10 games. If you go and look at the Chiefs, the Chiefs have only allowed 143 points. Mm -hmm. They've scored 208 points, and they've only played one less game than the commanders. So I think what the enemy is trying to do is to recreate the Chiefs in the NFC East with Sam Howe. But the piece that's missing, which we all thought would be a strength, was our our defense. Mm -hmm. Our defense is playing atrocious. I believe they're giving up the most points in the league. Yes. And if you go back and look at some of the other teams in our division, right? So Philly, they've only allowed 195 uh, points. Mm -hmm. And Dallas has only allowed 165 points. If we shave you know, 50 points off of what the commanders are doing, you might have two or three more wins right now. Oh, absolutely. So, there's, no, there's no doubt about that. But that but that doesn't really get at the heart of the issue that I, I guess I'm asking, which is the pass-heavy, pass-first, pass-often, uh, pass-before-anything-else mentality, and is it worth the squeeze? So, because we, here's sure. where I'm at. Like, you could say, well, the defense sure. isn't any good, but – that's all true. All of that is true, and clearly that has been the number one prohibitant to wins and losses. However, what I would say is that has not been the number one factor in being such pass-heavy, pass-dominant. And as a matter of fact, Kansas City, with lesser defensive groups in terms of statistics and points and all that this year, or, or then this year, meaning in the past, mm-hmm. as Standig points out, in 2022, Kansas City – they pass the ball 61.9% of the time. Uh, seventh in pass rate in 2022, last year, they won a Super Bowl. And fifth in the NFL in 2021 at 62.0. So as good as Kansas City is on offense, Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid, this, that, and the other thing, the enemy there, okay, but not calling all the plays, they're way, 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 way less of a pass-first or pass-heavy team than Biennemi and Sam Howell have turned out to be here with the Commanders. And again, Kansas City did not have as good of a defense in years past as they do this year. So does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, it it, it does. I mean, honestly, I think that Howell is getting a lot of work this year. And he's getting a lot of preparation this year. Um, I think Kyle could end up being a pretty good quarterback. I do too. Four. So I, do I too. think that all of this work, um, you know how they say like you need to get 10,000 hours of stuff? Like he's getting those extra reps. That is the one, that is the one benefit to this. You just hit on it. You just hit on it. I'm going to let you go. Okay. And I, and I appreciate it. But I, and I'm going to expand upon it when we come back. That is the only benefit that I can ascertain from what Eric Bieniemy and Sam Howell have put together this year from the start, which I thought was nuts and I still don't love. I don't think it's as nuts as I used to because he's finally handling it the last three weeks. I still don't love it. I still think they're a little crazy, but that is the key right there. What Aaron just hit on, we'll expand on in just a minute. Plus more of your calls, 301-230-0980 on the Ace Law. Listener lines right here, Team 980 and the Odyssey app. Good to have you with us. I tried to hit the post there. It took a little while to get to that. I knew it was coming. Tried to hit it. Came close. Good to have you aboard with us. 301-230-0980. 301-230-0980. So I, I just, uh, again, gave you, you know, again, some of the numbers from Standing. Uh, really good job in the article I posted on Twitter and all that stuff. Uh, you can read it on The Athletic. Again, the Chiefs, 
the Chiefs um, in last year, 2022, year they won the Super Bowl without Tyreek Hill, passed the ball 61.9% of the time. Seventh in the NFL with Patrick frickin' Mahomes. And they were fifth in the NFL in 2021, a year in which they made it to the AFC championship game and lost to Cincinnati at home 62% of the time. That's just the last two years. I don't have the numbers uh, quite yet for the Kansas City this year, but I know it's not higher than the Commanders at 60, almost 9%. The difference is the Commanders are averaging 21.7 points per game, slightly below the league average. The Chiefs in 2022, last year, averaged 29.2 points per game. And in 2021, averaged 28.2 points per game. And your first answer should be to the question, well, how did they do that? But you would say, well, they have Patrick Mahomes. Yes, they have Patrick Mahomes. Yes, they have Andy Reid. No, Eric Bieniemy wasn't calling all the plays or many of the plays, but he was heavily involved. To what degree, I don't exactly know, but he was heavily involved. But the point of the matter is, the Kansas City Chiefs averaged like nine more points per game in each of the last two years, throwing way, way, way less than the commanders so far. Again, these numbers might go down as the season goes along. I don't know. But there's no indication through 10 games that this is a trend that's going to go down. It might stabilize at 66, 67 percent. Maybe. We'll see. But there's no, there's no trend or no data or no eye observations or anything to suggest through 10 games that this is anything more than by design, by plan, which is exactly the opposite of what everybody thought, including myself. And on top of that, that brings us back to what Aaron in D.C. mentioned right before the break. And I'll finish up the hour this way, and then we'll grab all the calls on the other side. So just hang tight. A couple of minutes away, guys. We have very short breaks. Very short. Trust me. I don't even have time to go get a soda. Um, So just hang on. That's why I bring the soda in me, and Matt laughs at me for having wide-open suitcase bags, and I'm just a disaster. I I, I really am. I deserve all the punishment in the world. I'm all jacked up on Mountain Dew. And and it's Diet Mountain Dew. Does that count? Right, I, I still really. got caffeine. I mean, it doesn't have sugar. Caffeine, it's still the amount of yeah. sweetener. Whether yes. it's sugar or not, it's right. still meant to get you a little bit. Yes, it still has the caffeine. It still has the energy. That's why I drink it. Absolutely, because I'm an old man. Last night I was falling asleep in my office trying to do research, watching the Islanders and the Canucks. Falling asleep in my I sit in my office chair to avoid falling asleep. And I was falling asleep in my office chair. Yeah, but those work naps sometimes are just the best. So the the point that Aaron in D.C. was trying to make is if this was the plan to accelerate the growth process of Sam Howell in a year in which they knew the results would be kind of helter-skelter because of Sam's inefficiency. Not because of the way it's actually worked out, which is, sure, Sam had some inefficiency in the first seven games, if not a lot of inefficiency because of the sacks and the turnovers. The turnovers have been a problem the last two weeks. When they've happened, how they've happened, what have you. But the sacks haven't been clearly as much of a problem uh, in the last three weeks as they were in the first uh, seven weeks. But if this was done by design to say, We're going to plant our flag, and we're going to take this year, whether it costs us our jobs or not, and we are going to take the chance and say by throwing the ball 70% of the time with a strong-armed kid who's barrel-chested a little bit, who's got some mobility, who's got incredible work ethic, who's really mature, who's really well-grounded, we've got some great receivers. We're not going to use them all, but we've got some great receivers. If that was the plan, the diabolical plan, privately, that they wouldn't admit to us previous to the season and during the season, 
then I guess you could say it's worked out because the offense has gone from 18.9 to 21.7 points per game. Again, that's not all on the offense. That's not all on the offense. Some of that is field position generated by the defense, special teams, what have you. But it's gone from 18.9 to 21.7, which is in the right direction. But if this was their diabolical plan to say, forget about winning and losing, forget about what makes sense, forget about conventional theory, forget about being fairly balanced, forget about doing what makes common sense, we're going to plant our flag and say, damn it, we are going to be revolutionizing the NFL with Sam Howell, one game, one throw, one quarter, one series, one everything at a time. I guess that I, I, I guess they've done their job. I guess that that master plan has worked out. I don't have to love it. I can somewhat appreciate it, but I don't have to love it. I don't have to agree with it. What about you? Has the juice been worth the squeeze? 301 230 Your calls coming straight up after the top of the hour right here. Russell on the radio on a Thursday afternoon in the nation's capital and beyond along with Matty Ice. Be nice to him when you call in at 301-230-0980 on the team. 980 and the Odyssey app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 